The following event is a more Ace Audio production. Introducing first, from London, England, the team of Ace of Skillet. This is the Kickout. Kickout podcast, the tag team champions, Max and Skillet, have returned. Little hiatus, as we do, we dip in and dip out with podcasting, but we will always be back to entertain you guys. Come on. Yes. You know, how are you, Max? It's been a while since I've seen your face. Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. I mean, the people will be missing you. I've I've tried to still be out here, you know, I've been doing the dark matches. I've been on main event, Velocity, Sunday Night Heat, giving the people the news um, every now and again. So I've tried to be out here. But No, um, we appreciate your efforts. I know, I've, I've definitely, yeah, I shouldn't say we've been back because you have been actually making kick out float with your, with, your, with your weekly updates. So I appreciate that. It's the, it's the main event. Oh, it's, they, they didn't come to see me. I'm just a curtain jerker. So <laughs> <laughs> you're back now and you're, um, you're welcome. Oh, oh stop. Um, Euros 2020. Man, oh man. Uh, an upsetting final. England was so close, just yet so far. Uh, obviously, I put money down to Italy to win the whole competition, so it, it softened the blow. But obviously, I was uh, gutted for England. Mm. And um, but yeah, we'll move on. World Cup next year. I, I believe. I believe. I believe the team could do it. I mean, they reached the World Cup 2018 semi-final. They've reached the final, the Euros, and narrowly missed that. So the team is clearly improving. I mean, one thing just to say, following everything that's happened since, you know, the, the defeat, I don't really know if England deserved to win it deep down because it would have masked a lot of things which have clearly come to the surface since. As um, so, yeah, um, it's, it's, it's put a real downer on not just the defeat, but just on how the whole country, on, I won't say it's not everybody, of course, but, you know, um, the, the sad majority... It's a sad minority, sorry, are, are ruining it for the majority of people. But yeah. Sure. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, and, and that's always the case when it comes to these things, you know. Mm. It's just a shame that the three people that missed the penalty have to be brothers, you know. Yeah. Yep. You know how that go down. But um, yeah. but no, I'm proud of them. I'm extremely proud they of them. They did well. So. The whole team did very, very well. But now we're here to talk about Euros, are we? We're not here to talk about football. We're here to talk oh. about wrestling. That's right. Um... What's been going on? So I, the last wrestling event I witnessed was the AEW uh, Dynamite from last week, uh, which had loads of uh, the special debut of one certain Malachi Black, a.k.a. Alistair Black. Yep. Uh, we had Andrade have his AEW in-ring debut. Yep. Um, we had a lot of... It was a good show. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Obviously, you had the Young Bucks... Versus uh, the inner in a young box took on Eddie Kingston and Penta. Oh, that's in the right. Street in the street fight. In the street fight. Yeah, that was very entertaining. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was good. It was a really we're, good. We're, we're edging closer to Hangman versus Kenny Omega for the championship. The fans are red hot on Hangman, man. Literally. And they want Hangman to win that belt. Mm-hmm. I personally don't want to see that, but um, they have made a star with Hangman. I mean, Hangman's. Was a was somewhat of a star in his NJPW days. Mm. But AEW has really, 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 really helped Hangman get to that next level. Yeah, and I do believe he should win the belt eventually. 
I'm doing my whole thing like I did last time with Drew McIntyre and everything. Mm-hmm. I just don't think I'm ready to see Kenny lose that belt yet. I'm not ready for it. I, I was saying to some friends that I feel like now it's in front of crowds, like Kenny Omega's run has just started. Yeah. Um, he became champion last year, 2nd of December. But like now it feels like it's real almost, as opposed to someone just holding the belt in what was a kind of dark period in wrestling. So, um, yeah. But you can see it, right? You can see the first, like, I mean, the fans are back in now in AEW. Um, when, I guess, well, I guess the lift has already been lifted. The, the restrictions have been lifted in America already, hasn't it? Yeah, it's like every state has different rules as to restrictions and right. then how many people are allowed in stadiums, but they're good to go, basically. So I guess, I, I guess it, it, it depends on how... Oh, okay, I guess, yeah, well, they've they already got crowds in there. So I guess they'll be looking for that kind of pop for the yeah. crowd. Yeah. But because um, they've had fans in for a little while, maybe not. Maybe Kenny might be tamed. Who knows? But I was going to say, if if, they, if it was a case where it's like, oh, we want a big crowd pop because it's COVID kind of finished. Wait, well, it's not finished, but you know what I mean. Well, there's, there, the rumour is um, the match will probably take place at All Out, which is Chicago. And we know how Chicago crowds are. Oh, so, loud. yeah, so... If that's gonna be the match where you know, or and the place where Hangman is crowned, then we'll see. But um, yeah, either way, I'm, I'm even just the, the story of the build and Omega almost dismissing the fact that Hangman is there. Like Hangman doesn't want it with me. Like I'm gonna just take a step back and go and defend my other belts elsewhere. There's no one else in AEW. Um, yeah, I just think it's a really cool story and how it's been told. So yeah. AEW is on tonight. Dynamite yeah. is on tonight. Um, anything you're looking forward to on tonight's episode? I know Moxley's facing off against Carl Anderson. Oh, um, please give us Machine Gun. You remember Machine yeah, one, Gun? 100%. I've, I've we been, need I've, him. I need, I've been asking for this for the longest time. And um, I don't know. I think, I think my, um, my excitement for this kind of thing has kind of waned now. I don't get excited anymore. But if I see that Machine Gun, <laughs> that's the guy we need. If I see that. I want to get gassed. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I think I feel that they're bringing in a lot of these things back in there, and it's clever how they're doing it. So, and I guess the now the crowds are back open. I don't know with flights and whatnot, but I'm assuming the NJPW deal is still is still apparent. Yeah, so that could still happen. It's interesting to see what will happen. Yeah, so know. that that match is for the IWGP United States Championship. We're also mm-hmm. getting Ethan Page versus Darby Allen in a coffin match. So that right. should be relatively interesting. FTW Championship is on the line. Ricky Starks is taking on Brian Cage for that. So a little infighting within um, Team Taz. Um, yeah, there's some other matches on the card, but those I would say are the, the big few. Yeah. I think Hangman's going to have an address as well. Um, so we'll see how that goes. NXT. Let's talk about it. NXT. Um, I know Samoa Joe's back. Last time we spoke on the episodes when Joe actually made his... He's returned to NXT. Um, what's been going on with Samoa Joe since then? Has he been ruling with an iron fist? What's happening? He's been a thorn in Karrion Cross's side. Karrion Cross is still NXT champion. He had a match um, last night, as of when recording, with Johnny Gargano. Defeated Johnny Gargano. He Straight after the match, he got straight into Samoa Joe's face, almost to say, you know, even with you as special guest referee, I still got it done sort of thing. And... Um, Joe was about leaving the ring and he put him in the cross jacket, like that headlock thing that he does. So Joe has now officially been provoked and that was a stipulation. Don't attack anyone unless provoked. It looks like with Karrion Cross probably heading up to main roster, as been rumoured, 
Joe is probably going to beat him and then maybe relinquish the NXT title and they maybe do a tournament for the title. That's, I mean, it, it makes sense as Joe as being the only person able to beat Karrion Cross just because he's so much physically bigger than everyone else in that main event scene. And yeah. he, he's beaten the entire main event scene a matter of months ago. So, yeah, this could be an interesting way to go about it. I think that's very good booking. Because um, I know um, Joe revealed on the bump that he's looking to wrestle again. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... I didn't think about that though. I thought, oh, maybe he'll beat Cross for the NXT title. But no, why would he keep it when he's now been assigned that new role? Yeah, yeah. But maybe Joe will be a, a part-time wrestler, maybe wrestle on special occasions, exactly. that kind of thing. Very clever booking. Yeah, that'd be great to see. And yes, I think Cross, yeah, Cross needs to go to the main roster. Yeah. Put that belt to somebody else. You know, keep that NXT ball rolling with, you know, bringing out new stars. Mandy Rose is uh, back on NXT. Am I, am I right about that? Yeah, um, I was shocked to see her turn up. And then since then, I've read into a couple of things and it seems that she is a permanent fixture now on NXT. Aaliyah is being moved to Raw. Oh. Um, Aaliyah that has, you know, for those that are NXT lifers like ourselves, has been at NXT forever. Good for um, her. Yeah. I remember, it's, it's, I remember, remember that documentary, Breaking Ground? And yeah. She found yeah. it very hard to, you know, to get, it, get a grips with wrestling. and Yeah. Fast forward seven years and now she's it's, on the main it's roster. It's been a very long time, apparently. So um, Vince McMahon and whomsoever, the powers that be, they, they've sent everyone back to the PC to get into road-ready shape because obviously, you know, they're going to go back on the house show, house show circuit and all that other stuff very soon. So on a, on a scouting trip, while he was down there or maybe some of our top officials, they saw Aaliyah and saw something in her and they've called her up now. So she's yeah. broken free from her little faction, the Robert Stone brand, and um, beat up Robert Stone last night on the show. And now she's off to Raw, apparently. So Oh, good for her. That's yeah. amazing news. Very good for her. Uh, and Zia Lee. Zia Lee's the number one contender for the new NXT Women's Champion. I'm loving uh, this. Apparently, Dakota Kai and Ember Moon had a match. Dakota Kai got the win straight after Zia Lee walked out, you know, shouting Mandarin, I'm guessing, but pointing at the belt on Raquel Gonzalez, pointing at her. Raquel Gonzalez seemed to accept any challenge um, that she's laid down. I think we're getting that next week. Raquel Gonzalez or Zia Lee for the title. I'm rooting for her, man. That's my girl. Obviously, she's not going to win it, but, you know, it's good to see her in that main event slot. And, They've uh, booked her very strong to this point, 100%. though. So, I, yeah. yeah, I don't think she's going to win it, but it's going to be interesting to see what shenanigans as long as she I don't think on, lost, yeah right? as long as they keep on booking her strong yeah yeah, yeah that's all I ask for you know mm. so and uh, anything else from NXT I need to well since we haven't caught up have you seen Hit Row Swerve Scott new I know North I know American about the yeah what, what's your initial thoughts I mean um, when I first saw the debut I wasn't impressed I'm gonna lie to you I felt I felt um, Swerve Scott is an amazing talker yeah, I didn't think the other promos were great. I haven't seen them much since. I felt, I felt, I feel like the other guys are very green. Mm-hmm. So that's what's kind of making me a bit, bit like. But I do know the consensus is like people are loving them. Um, I do see a lot of like, uh, like I, saw, I think I saw a wrestle talk. They they mentioned how much they love Hit Row. So a lot of people in the podcasting world of wrestling are enjoying their work. What's your opinion? Because my opinion at first was, yeah, yeah, like I'm, I'm. I'm into them. I'm definitely into them. I'm totally into Top Dollar, the big guy amongst them, AJ Francis. Yeah, the Suge Knight of Hitler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm totally into him. Um, but yeah, it's it's it's. It, I think just generally, 
NXT's adopting the the faction approach that AEW and the New Japan's have done before them, sort of thing. Even we've got the other new faction, Diamond Mind, which seems to be some cruiserweight thing. The 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 front man is Roderick Strong, and he's yes, got, um, yes, yes, I knew. I saw the, I saw the, I, I saw when they debuted. Yeah, yeah. So they, they look really good. That looks to be adding some real. Um, What's the word? Just some higher profile people to the cruiserweight division. Malcolm Bivens as well on the mic is brilliant. So um, obviously they got Roderick Strong probably, you know, going to go up against Kashida soon for the title, which would probably be a brilliant match. Um, so yeah, just looking forward to what that division holds. And we've got The Way and Hit Row and these other guys, the Garda Del Fantasma. So it looks like they're finding a way to utilize more people on the show just by being seen in factions and stuff, which is always good. Okay, perfect. This is good. It's good to hear. Have you watched anything from NXT UK? I haven't really watched much of NXT UK for a little while. NXT UK, I think the big thing we're all waiting for now is Dragonov is number one contender again. Yeah. So him versus Walter. Um, I can't remember what, what what week it is. It might be this Thursday. If it's not this Thursday, it's next Thursday. But okay. I personally think this is Dragonov winning the title now. <laughs> Walter has been champion for like 800 days. Like, for a long time, and, right? For yeah, a long time. Like, Drag Dragonov, if he doesn't win it, like, honestly, where does he go from here? Kaylee Ray recently dropped her title um, to Miko Satamura. So, yeah, maybe they're they're trying to kind of get back on the road and get back to regular programming and move the belts around a bit more now as well. So, yeah. Well, while we're still on the subject of NXT UK, we might as well just slit in a little interview I've done a few weeks now. It's been a few months now, probably. I think this is probably around May. Yeah, early May. Uh, myself with NXT UK wrestlers, Aaliyah James and Oliver Carter. All right, uh, BBC One Extra, Kick Out, lo lovely, loyal listeners. Uh, welcome to another episode of The Kick Out. I am here joined with some up-and-coming UK wrestling talent. These guys are ones to definitely watch for. Aaliyah James, Oliver Carter, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Um, now, I'm going to ask one weird question first, right? So, Aaliyah James, um, you got the good news. During COVID, that you were signing to the WWE, uh, a dream come true, I'm sure, for you. But did you ever think that was even possible, especially with everything that was going around around the time, people losing jobs, left, right, and center? But you actually gained one. How did that feel? Yeah, I didn't expect it at all. I, w I was in my room. You know, everyone had to do home workouts. So I was in my room. And then I got an email from the WWE, and I was thinking, is this a joke? I thought it was a fake email. <laughs> and, then <laughs> and then they wanted to schedule a call, and I thought it was just going to be, you know, oh, we've seen your stuff online. You're doing really well. And then... They just they offered me a job and obviously I just couldn't believe it. I was so shocked. I didn't I didn't think it would happen at all. Did you have an inkling that they were in your you were on their radar or anything like that? Did you know did you have like talks with them previously or? No, I've never been to the performance center. I've never been to an NXT UK show. I've never met anyone that was in the office, anything like that. So it was crazy. <laughs> and Oliver Carter, how about you? What, your, how was your transition in from doing your stuff from independence to getting to the WWE? How did that work out? Yeah, first off, I had a tryout in Germany in 2018. I think I did pretty well there <laughs> because um, after the tryout, a month later, they asked me if I could come for a week for the, to the performance center. I did a week training camp, and at the end of the camp, they offered me a contract. And like you said, dream came true, and I just took the offer and said, yeah. Are you from Swiss? You're Swiss? Well, you're from Switzerland, aren't you? Yeah, and you repped Ghana yeah. as well. Yeah, so, okay. All right, that's crazy. And then you're in a tag team at the moment. How is that going for you at, at the NXT UK? Yeah, we're slowly building us um, up. Like, we got some ups and we got some downs. 
But I think like the chemistry between me and Ashton Smith, my partner, is unique. Like um, I'm more dynamic and he's more lay, um, not laid back. He's more um, down to earth. That means if I go sometime crazy, he just can't pull me back. And if I want him to go crazy, I can push him yeah. like <laughs> to go crazy for that. I think that that works out good for us. Were you a fan of tag team wrestling growing up, or are you? Is your dreams to be more of a solo guy eventually? I was a big fan of tag team wrestling actually. Like I always used to watch. Obviously, all the wrestling content with my brothers, but like me and my brother who is next to me, who is five years age different, we always used to do tag team wrestling stuff on our younger cousins. So <laughs> we were like the Dudley Boys and Harlem Heat and stuff. So yeah. I'm glad you said Harlem Heat. I was, I was, I was like, okay. And Aaliyah James, who was your favorites growing up? Um, why you? Cause what inspired you to become a wrestler? So for me, it would have been Aaliyah. Uh, sorry, I am Aaliyah James. You but Aaliyah my, James. No, because my name is from Mickey James, and oh, I didn't expect okay. to obviously. Keep it, fuck. It's because she was my favourite wrestler and that was the first name I could think of. I just wanted to be like her. <laughs> Inside of you. That's, yeah. that's very interesting. I didn't, okay, I didn't see that. Yeah, she's a, definitely a legend. Uh, I, I was I was expecting you to say the, uh, the likes of Lita and Trish, but... I did definitely like them, yeah, but for me, I don't know why. I was just more drawn to her. She was just my favourite and I think because she was really energetic and she did wrestle, whereas a lot of the women wrestlers back, at, back in the day, they kind of were used for other things and... They didn't really have matches. Yeah. So for me, when she would wrestle, that's what drew me to her. So did you follow Mickey James' career from WWE all the way through from TNA back to NXT? And did you do that or was it just... For me, it was just, I mainly just watched WWE. Yeah. So yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I knew she was in TNA, yeah. but I didn't really know much about sure. that side. So sure, yeah. sure. Okay. And what's it like now with, you know, you both are now signed to the WWE itself. Obviously, dreams come true. Um, what's the performance center like? Is, is it really vigorous training? Are you, you know, are you loving it? Is it a lot to learn? What's it like for both of you? you got, anyone can answer this question. <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, obviously everybody who starts with wrestling, they know exactly how their wrestling schools look like and it's not always the best environment or not always the cleanest environment and stuff like that. But if you come to the PC, everything is so professional. Everything is so, it's just, like if you just go in, it's just like I'm breath like uh, breathtaking and you just you're just amazed right you just come in you see two rings you see a fully equipment uh, equipped gym and you just know this is the this is the real world in a wrestling world and it's just professional and it's it's amazing the training is cool i mean we train how many hours two hours yeah two hours in ring and then we do some gym stuff nice amazing yeah it's it because obviously before i did just train in schools in london so then when I did just go to the PC for the first time. I was like, wow, this yeah, is crazy. Yeah, like yeah. so big, so everything's so bright and there's just signs everywhere. As soon as you walk in, you know it's WWE. There's nothing that, that you can't tell that it's WWE. Yeah. <laughs> and the ring is so big and it's so nice. So who are you guys' dream matches? Who are you guys looking forward to one day getting a ring with that's currently in the WWE? I don't really mind. I just anybody, anybody actually. Like okay. er we will Everybody is so talented. You just want to wrestle against everybody, actually, because it doesn't. In my case, I don't really have that that one dream opponent in my head now. Obviously, there's some guys you really want to wrestle, like I'll just say like um, Cesaro because he's Swiss, I'm Swiss, Swiss yeah, yeah, so it's yeah, just yeah. that connection, yeah, and yeah. he's an amazing wrestler anyway. But at the end of the day, I'll say everybody because you just want to like you just want to exchange uh, skills with everybody. I agree with everybody. But, <laughs> but so you're playing it safe. Yeah. But I would like to wrestle 
Sasha Banks. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> see, I can see that one day. That would be amazing, especially what she did this, on this year at WrestleMania, yeah. her and Bianca Belair causing, making history. A uh, very emotional moment. Okay, and um, I'm going I'm to ask you about BT and, uh, and WWE. How, how does that partnership deal work with you guys? Does that affect you in any way? This, it, just, it just gives you more uh, mainstream appeal, right? Um, there's going to be like a um, few events coming up. With COVID, hopefully, there'll be crowd opening up. Right now, you haven't had a, had a chance to wrestle in WWE in front of a crowd. How does that feel? Are you looking forward to seeing the crowd again? So... I personally have wrestled in the crowd in BT Sport. Right. But like the partnership between um, BT and WWE is amazing. Like just that we have that environment, that that uh, that studio mm-hmm. as a platform for NXT UK is just is just crazy. I mean, if like it's the same thing. You go inside there and you just you just want to look at everything, right? So you just imagine now without fans, it looks great. Imagine with with fans, how awesome that would be. Doesn't matter if it's 200 or 2000, right? It's just about having the fans there and just feeling the whole environment and feeling us as performers and we feeling them as fans. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like if we had a crowd at BT, it would be really cool because I've never wrestled in a venue as cool as that. So yeah. to have fans there would just tip it over the edge. So it would be really good. Well, hopefully everything goes to plan this year and then we'll get that back. And I'll be first one in the crowd to shout and cheer you guys and probably boo. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'll be there, like... <laughs> no, but listen, I just want to wish you both all the best uh, in the future with WWE. I have, um, I've got high hopes that you guys will have a really bright future. So keep doing what you're doing. I'm going to leave you two because I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know you guys got a busy schedule. I know what it's like with press stuff, so... But I do want to have some photos with you guys. I was hoping, I was hoping these guys would be here to take photos, but I'll ask um, Helena, but yeah. Anyway, we can still chat. I don't know, until somebody tells me to go. No <laughs> so wait... <laughs> Yeah, let's just keep going. I will edit this. Um, uh, Location-wise, where are you based? Where, where are you originally from? So I'm from Romford. You're from Romford? Yeah. Okay. My parents and my dad's Irish and my mum's from the Caribbean. So. Jamaican? No, St. Vincent. St. Vincent. Yeah. Okay. And you're Ghanaian Swiss. Exactly, yeah. But you were born in Switzerland. No, I was born in Nigeria. Oh, you were born in Nigeria? Born in Nigeria. Wow. Born in Nigeria, lived there for six, seven years, moved to Switzerland. You should tell um, Triple H that you were born in Nigeria so you can be part of Apollo's uh, <laughs> <laughs> Apollo's faction, you know, that, that no, you should, like, yeah, you can just, Nigerian you know what you should do? Don't even say nothing to him, just walk into NXT Performance Center with Nigerian uh, logos and flags, everything. just do everything, everything Nigerian. I can go, I, I got the, I so got speak the, in accent randomly, just start speaking in Nigerian. <laughs> if I want, I can speak in the Nigerian Oh, well, there you go, just say, no hello Triple H, like, let's just do that, you know. Um, okay, Rumford. How was it like? Cause, cause I've been a rest- I'm gonna lie to you guys. I've been a wrestling fan since I was. I'm very old, by the way, so I'm not gonna review my age. But I, 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 I've been a wrestling fan since I was five. My first visual wrestling memory was Warrior Hogan. I'm, I'm that. I'm that old. You guys are hella young. I'm that old. Um, so I, and I've never stopped watching wrestling ever since. And I've been, and so I, I, I've seen, I know, I know what you, I've known about you guys, but I think WWE's really brought out more information for me to know. Um, but like Rumford, like I grew up in Walthamstow. And I, even though there was like wrestling schools in town halls and stuff like that, I'd never really thought, you know what, let me, let me try this. Cause I, never, I just never saw it as a viable option. But for you, you just was like, no, I love doing this. I'm gonna do it. And whatever happens, happens. Like, how did you 
figure out how to kind of navigate into that wrestling world? So actually, my sister is the one that found the wrestling school. And she went by herself for a session. And then I got annoyed because I thought, I like wrestling. Yeah. No, I want to go. So I was like, please, can I come with you? And she was like, yeah, of course. And then um, she didn't continue with it. But I just you carried did. on. And I just thought, wow, that's I didn't I didn't even know there were schools in England, first of all. So when she found it, that's why I was annoyed. Because I didn't know I would have found one ages ago if I yeah. knew. But it, it all worked out in the end. That's <laughs> but that's crazy how it works out. It's, it's like, I think... That's, that was supposed to happen for you to get to the path that you are now. And, and Nigeria, yeah. but then when did you move to Switzerland? When I, was, when I was seven, I moved to Switzerland. And then in Switzerland is when you learned how to wrestle? Yeah, exactly. Right. So, well, this, um, like I was just on social media back then. It was one of those platforms. And one guy just wrote, do you want to wrestle? And there's a wrestling school close by. Like, it wasn't close by for me. I think it was like 45 minutes with the train. And I was like, yeah, why not? I was still playing football back then. Got annoyed playing football, to be honest, because I just, I mean, I, I wasn't bad, but I was good enough, but I knew I'm not going to be a professional footballer. Yeah. So I was like, ah, why don't, why don't I do wrestling then? Went to the wrestling training. I was like, I went with the mindset, really, with if I think I'm good enough, I'll stick with it. And if not, I'll just be a fan the rest of my life and say, okay, that's, that's it. amazing, bro. Yeah. That's really good. Wow. And um, so when did you... Moved to the UK. No, so you just moved from from actually from getting signed. Is that what it is? So you don't even live here. No, I live in Switzerland. Oh my god! So you go fly back and forth during COVID. Yeah. Jesus. All right. I respect that, man. I'm so shocked. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. You get used to it now. You're like that. It's nothing. It's minor. It's minor. And um, you're quite aerial, aren't you? Do you do a lot of aerial work? Yeah, and, and your style of wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always try to like. Um, I I got loads of aerial stuff, but I always tone it down because I think I'm more strike based actually than aerial. Right. I just sometimes I just like to show it just that people know I can do it. Yeah, it's I like when Brock Lesnar tried to do the shooting star press. It's like I'm just gonna show you what I can do, but exactly, but it. I'm gonna mostly strike. Because I think most people, if they just see me like just visual, then maybe they think, okay, he looks athletic, but he can't do all the flips and not. I may shock you with one or two and yeah, man. just look at it. <laughs> and Aaliyah, your style of wrestling is quite, you're quite athletic as well, actually. You, you do quite a few good, Very good. Athletic. yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be modest here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is your job, to be honest. You're right. Um, yeah, like, did you have a gymnast background before you came into wrestling? Um, no, I actually didn't. I used to do uh, um, athletic competitions in school, so like sprinting, High jump, even though I'm short, high jump. But it wasn't until it wasn't until I got older. So like before lockdown, I started an adults gymnastics class. But before that, I just kind of saw things on YouTube or just tried things at home. <laughs> I love that. No, but I love I love how you could generally just watch YouTube, and it's like learning something in school. I think I think they're ready to wrap up. But listen, real pleasure talking to you both. Uh, I'm, I wish you all the best in your in your careers. I know you guys are gonna be. Brilliant. Nice guys, man. You, you, you know, you want to hear something funny? One day. One day. So, um, all I the best. Thank you, for, thank you for having me. Randy's thank you. Wing Bar in Hackney Wick um, to watch the semi finals England versus uh, Denmark. Aliyah J was there. Aliyah J was there. <laughs> yeah. Aliyah J was there. And we smiled and we said hi. And then I, just le I, le I left her to it. She was with my boyfriend, uh, Malone, D. Malone. Dan, Dan Maloney. Yeah, Dan yeah. Maloney, sorry. My apologies. My apologies. Yeah, they were together. And I think they had a few friends together. So I just thought. I just said hi and let yeah. them enjoy their night. And, um, but yeah, 
Yeah, that was a lovely interview. They're really good guy. I can see really big, promising things for both of them. I can honestly they're both, they're both very talented. And Aaliyah James's um, boyfriend, Dan Maloney, he, every time I see him, every time I see him wrestle a match, he gives me Batista vibes. Right, like powerhouse, isn't he? I know. He's honestly, a like, yeah, he's he's not like the tallest of people and all of that kind of stuff. Strong lad, but strong lad. It's, it's literally Batista vibes. Like, <laughs> that's amazing. I love yeah. that. Oh, hopefully we'll get him on the show one day. Roy Johnson has told me really good things about him. Really, really, yeah, nice yeah. So, yeah, man. Well, I watched the final with Roy. With Roy. With Roy, uh, Roy. Oh yeah, the Euro final. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, what else could we talk about here in, in, in the rest of it? What else is um, there to talk about? What money forget? in the bank, money yeah. in the bank is this weekend, yeah. and it's just the first pay per view. So, we got SmackDown. SmackDown is you know, Thunderdome is now done officially. SmackDown is in front of fans this weekend on Friday, and then I'm we've got the bank, um, the first pay per view in front of fans. And obviously, uh, money sorry. in the bank was meant to be last month, they put Hell in a Cell there to save it for the fans. So, yeah, I'm expecting. Big thing. Something. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm expecting big something. So you know Roman Reigns, you know how you know, Roman Reigns has been doing really good work. And yeah. um, I missed a segment last week with the Usos. Obviously, because of the Usos had a DUI issue. I'm yeah, assuming that didn't that didn't affect the storyline. But they they played into it, I think, in a very classy way. Um yeah. Jimmy came out, he called called out Roman, this, that, and the other. Um, and eventually when Jay came out, Jay actually returned, he's been off the show for a couple of weeks. Jay said something in the dialogue that applied to the storyline, but applied to obviously what, what Jimmy's going through and said that, you know, I'm back. We're all together and all of this. Like, if you need someone to kind of, you know, lean, uh, a shoulder to lean on, I'm here and all of that kind of stuff, which obviously played into what he's been going through um, the Monday before that with the DUI and obviously storyline wise. And, you know, if you ask me, Jimmy cried in that segment. Even when Roman took them in for a hug, Jimmy like buried his head inside Roman's shoulder, and I think he was tearing up. So, um, yeah, a lot, people, a, lot people, a lot of people compared it to the promo with Bret Hart and Owen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but yeah. do you feel that? They, do you, in your opinion, did you think they kind of paid a little homage to that? Hundred percent. Right, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that because that, that's another underrated. That was an underrated promo as well. Mm. That was an amazing promo. Yeah, hey, Heyman is, is is has his hands all over Roman stuff, so I, I don't doubt that at all. And especially the way that you know Roman put his head up in similar fashion and looked up the have Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 100%. Oh, let me say, 97 Brett, when it comes to promo talk and character building. Yeah, yeah. He was unreal. He was Unbelievable. All right, okay. Uh, let's do money in the bank predictions. Um, mm. I'm, I'm gonna get it up. Um, I'm going to mention some matches to you, Max. Yeah. And uh, I would like you to just kind of give me your honest opinion on how you think these matches are going to go. So we're going to start off, I guess, with the first... <laughs> I guess, I don't think... I'm assuming things... Because this is from a list from Wikipedia. So I'm assuming not every match that will be on the card has been announced yet. I think every match has. I think oh. there's just one in the women's match. I think there's one position left for the ladder match, which they haven't announced yet, which they'll probably do on Friday. Okay. So let's go with the first one. Money in the Bank ladder match for the World Championship contract, uh, title shot contract. Uh, Ricochet, John Morrison, Riddle, Drew McIntyre, Big E, Kevin Owens, King Nakamura. Oh, that's what they call him now. And Seth Rollins, this is a star-studded roster here of talent going for uh, a Money in the Bank ladder match. Two questions for you, Max. A, who deserves it the most out of everybody in this in this match? And B, who is going to win it? When you say deserves, what, what, 
it deserves based on what recent performance or deserves to be like a world champion already? Like, what, what do I, you guess, mean I, guess, I guess I'll let you interpret that how you want it. I guess, yeah, I guess a mixture of, of both. I guess a mixture of, in your opinion, who deserves to be a world champion and you know, who's ready to be a champion and B, who deserves it in most of like talent performances, week in, week out, kidding it and not getting the, the respect they deserve. In terms of people that have been on fire, like on form recently, Riddle deserves it. Um, he has been brilliant. They have leaned on him very much so throughout the pandemic period, especially within the last three to six months. He's been fantastic. He's even kind of, because he's in a storyline with um, Randy Orton, trying to make RK bro a thing. Um, he's even said that if he wins the money in the bank, he's going to cash it in for the tag team titles um, so that him and Randy could be tag team champions. So, um, yeah, I think Riddle is a possible contender i do think um big e is going to be the winner they they said that big e was on a solo run hasn't quite happened it happened a bit but then you know he got caught up in the whole apollo thing and apollo kind of took the mantle and run and took the singles run from him really yeah yeah yeah, this could be a a, a thing to kind of course correct that big e has more than enough experience he could be very entertaining with the briefcase fan favorite fan favorite i think um as well he could be someone not cashing in on Roman because Roman's just in a different stratosphere right now. But I think he could go over to Raw because um, Raw needs potential, you know, baby faces at the top of the card. So um, I think that's where he belongs if he wins this 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 um, briefcase. Um, what do you? Who do you think is going to win it? I think Biggie. Yeah. I think Biggie definitely is going to win it. Um... I don't see Ricochet. I see Ricochet and Morrison inserted in this match to do great spots, to do fantastic spots. Maybe something yeah. we've never seen before. Yeah. You know, the likes of Kofi, the likes of Shelton Benjamin, they're there for things like that. Riddle will dominate most of this match with Drew. Um, and obviously, Seth is the guy who's just going to dictate the match with Kevin Owens and Nakamura. But I could see Biggie being. I was there. thinking last week how hasn't a heel kevin owens won this briefcase yet i know that's don't you a, think that would be brilliant that's a good point that's a very good point especially especially a very good point because i literally witnessed the other day so <laughs> i'm such a nerd with it yeah but I, I i stopped i stopped doing what i was doing because i was just taking a little this is this shows you that i was just taking a little pause of wrestling but mm. ever since i got the network back in 2014 um I've literally <laughs> gone back all the way in time mm-hmm. from, from I'm talking about from like 70s <laughs> all the way to modern day and been watching like things in chronological order. Okay. Now I had to miss out on certain things like because they because they uploaded Thunder only like two years okay. ago, maybe a year ago. Yeah. And I remember watching Thunder as a kid, but I missed out on it on the network. I'm going to go back and watch Thunder uh, episodes mm-hmm. again. But when I was doing my little chronological order thing, I was doing the Night Show and I was doing the, the, the Monday Night Wars. Monday Night Wars, yeah. But I missed out all the Thunder stuff because it wasn't a network then. But now they've got a network, so I'm going to... Anyway, cut long story short, I'm in the year of 2016. So what I've also been doing... Is, but what I'm doing is, bro, is not only if I'm watching, like, episodes and... Mm. I'm not, when I say episodes, I don't watch every everything. I skip through yeah, stuff. Yeah. Okay. Stuff that I remember. And I'm watching, like, pay-per-views and I'm watching matches and stuff. But I'm also watching, like, uh, documentaries and stuff that's come out around the time or mm. stuff that's come out that's relative to wrestlers who's ended their career and things like that. And big up to Tom Ford, who works in um, Silver, uh, works for WWE. Well, he does work, he doesn't work for them, but he works with them, like okay. Silver, stuff like that. He used to send me 
uh, WWE DVDs before they will come out. And I've got one that never has never come out for some reason. Or if it has come out, it's, you can't really get it in, in the UK or whatever. Okay. Or maybe you can, you just can't get it on the network. The Kevin Owens story, the fight Owens fight. Fight Owens fight. Yeah. And I watched it and I made sure when I had that, when that DVD came through, I saved that on purpose to watch mm. it. Caught up to the bit when he wins the title, the universal title. The universal title. Now, now that I watched that, I just put on the DVD. And I was reliving like how, yeah, how over he was when he first came from NXT to Finn. And that like, footage, that, sorry, that DVD has footage of when he was in Ring of Honor and stuff in it. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's making me remember all that stuff because I remember yeah, watching yeah, yeah. that time. So, um, but yes, a heel Kevin Owens, to, 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 to prove your point, heel Kevin Owens to win Money Bank. Yeah, it's insane that we haven't seen that yet. Yeah, it would be world class, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, all right, cool. So, yeah, so that's our prediction, the biggie. Uh, Money in the Bank Women's Championship contract, Asuka, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Nikki ASH. Is that one of the ASH? Because she's a superhero now. So, what's that stand for? Almost a superhero. But, but this was all her idea. Doesn't mean you have to like it, but yeah. we can't blame WWE for this one. Uh, it's basically because, you know, when they're going to bring up Karrion Cross, you know how WWE are. They don't want two people with the same name. So Karrion Cross will keep the cross. Nikki had to change it. She's done this superhero stuff. And that's why Nikki Ash, almost a superhero. Yeah. Nikki Ash. Um, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Liv Morgan. Zelina Vega is in this match. That is amazing. I'm so happy for her. Zima. Natalia and TBD. Who's this? Man, so I, I said it last night and I'm going to stick with it. Because of Bailey, I'm sure you heard Bailey's got a nine-month injury now. I think they, they need star power. They've said they're calling up to, Tony Storm. So Tony Storm is definitely going to SmackDown within the next couple of weeks. Uh, might be after this pay-per-view, but it could be, you know, right here in the Money in the Bank match. I think it has to be Sasha, though. I think he put Sasha in it and Sasha wins it and she can go after um, Bianca Belair for the title. I, I don't, I don't think there's anyone, I don't think any of the raw women are going to win it because Becky is soon to come back and enter that title scene. So I can't really see any of the raw women winning it. Um, what, do you, what do you think? So what, Bianca, Sasha, SummerSlam and Sasha puts Bianca over a second time? Possibly. Um I could see something happening like B- Bianca wins the actual match, but then Sasha actually then cashes in afterwards. So like Sasha becomes number one contender somehow. And then we'll Bianca wins the back, wins, wins, become a two-time champion by SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Um, but if, if, if I'm to take the whole Sasha Banks being in it, out of it, basically, I would say maybe Zelina Vega. I think she would be the best with a briefcase. She's already got that kind of experience on the mic can cut good promos, could kind of have like a sneaky manager approach to it. Um, I think she could be really entertaining with that. I definitely think it should be Zelina Vega. Definitely. Unless this TBD is somebody who's coming back or somebody that's like a call-up from NXT that they want to push hard, maybe like a Shotzi Black. Is Shotzi Black on? Shotzi, Tegan Knox are on the roster now, on the SmackDown roster. Like you said, someone coming up. They've already said Tony Storm is coming up, so it could be Tony. Or people returning Becky Lynch Sasha Banks Ooh, Becky Lynch Ooh. Becky Lynch obviously she gave away her yeah, raw yeah, title yeah, after yeah, finding yeah. out she's pregnant after yeah. the women's money in the bank last year so yeah AJ Styles and almost versus the Viking Raiders for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships 
So I, I, I thought that Viking Raiders would win this just to be the one title change on the show. Um, at the same time, they're booking almost like crazy strong and he's not even wrestling and stuff. So I'll stick with Viking Raiders, but I'm not confident on it. Oh, I think that's my flat, mate. One second. No problem. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. That's a. Yeah. It's a difficult one. I'm. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say AJ almost retains. Um. Because I haven't. I still have that a good memory of Viking Raiders being booked strong. Yeah. So I'm still thinking they could possibly win it, but um, you're you're probably right. All right. Okay. I th- I think I'm wrong. To be fair. <laughs> But oh, I think I think there's always like what, one title. Are you saying Viking ready, ready to win? Yeah, yeah. Only oh. because I think they will put a a title change on the show, and yeah. this could be it. So, okay. yeah, but I'm not confident. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair for the Raw Women's Championship. Who you got? Rhea Ripley to retain, and. Becky Lynch to come out straight after. Oh, crowd pop. I'm loving this. This is going to be, this This is the first time I'm going to be really excited for a WWE pay-per-view yeah. in a long time. And I'm I'm feeling more excited than I am from WrestleMania. Yeah, uh, because it's it's full capacity now. Full like, capacity, that's exactly oh, yeah. it. Exactly. Uh, Reigns versus Edge for the WWE Universe title. Reigns is going to smoke him. Rightly so. Seth. So you think Edge costs Seth? Money in the bank, Seth cost Edge the title. I don't think Edge is gonna cost Seth, but I think Seth may cost Edge in them in his match. Yeah. Um to protect him and then Roman gets the win. Um but yeah, I don't think Edge will be anywhere near the men's money in the bank. And lastly, Bobby Lashley, Kofi Kingston, WWE Championship. Lashley's got a retain, hasn't he? He um spent Brought this week... oh, please God. You're getting me you're getting me. Excited. What do you think? Lashley beats Kofi, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, here we are. MVP raises his hand. MVP points at Xavier Woods. Lashley beats up Xavier Woods. Mm. Lashley beats up Kofi. Mm-hmm. Big E comes down. Yeah, Lashley beats up Big E. Booze. Dead. Dead. And a monster. Face pop mm. for Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar's back as a face with no Paul Heyman, just him. I think it could work. I think it could work, man. Um, I mean, I was thinking you were gonna go another way, which I've been kind of booking it in my head that you know he'll he'll annihilate Kofi Kingston. He's he obviously beat up Xavier Woods um, a couple of weeks ago in their Hell in a Cell match on Raw, and Big E comes out to make the save. And like we said, if Big E's already money in the bank briefcase holder on the night. Cashes in on Lashley, like that. Oh. That could be a way to do it as well. I didn't think about that. I don't. I don't think Lashley Brock Lesnar needs the championship. Oh. It, it, yeah, it, it would be brilliant to have it. Um, but obviously, if then Lashley retains, it kind of devalues Brock a bit. Um, mm. but but yeah. Um, either way, 
um, if they set up for Lash for Lesnar versus Lashley on the night, that would be good. But I mean, look how many surprises we've mentioned. I don't know how many we've got in store. Yeah, um, we get a bit overboard, don't we? We get a bit too excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. None of this might not even happen. None of this. None of this stuff. Yeah, that's true. I think I think Becky for sure is going to happen because she's been in and around WWE. She's been in the Performance Center for weeks now. So I think Becky for sure will turn up at Money in the Bank. And it's been kind of confirmed last night that John Cena is probably going to return on the Friday oh, after yeah. at SmackDown, the 23rd, I think it is, yes, of July, to set up his program with Roman. So, yes, there is talk that Cena will be back. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Max, for joining me today for another no problem, bro. wonderful episode of The Kickout. Um, we might be having some more this week. I mean, not going to reveal too much. There might be some special interviews special guests that we have coming on the show. Uh, it might be another episode tomorrow. There might be another episode Friday. Who knows? But if there's not, there'll be definitely more next week. Max, where can they find you, these lovely people that want to follow your personal? Because you do, apart from the kick-out, where you help out because you're part of the team and you're part of the family. But you also have your own platform that you can promote. What is it? Let them know. WrestleManiac.uk. I'm having a bit of a break this week. Got a family friend getting married, so spending my time with him and that. But as per on a regular basis, I've got updates on the Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. You can find me, WrestleManiac UK. If there's anyone that deserves a break, my friend, it's you. <laughs> and, uh, Thank yeah, you very keep, much. Keep following us from the kick out. I'm Skillet. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll be back with more episodes soon. Peace. <laughs>